0: All of the government programs that we don't like are funded by theft. All of the government programs that we do like... Oh, sorry, there aren't any. Government is the reason that healthcare is expensive. Government is the reason you can't go to college. Taxation is theft. And welcome back to Taxation is Theft, the show that talks about all the ways the government is ripping you off and what you can do to stop them. Broadcasting live on Facebook and YouTube from an underground bunker deep within the jungles of Mexico. I'm Dan Taxationist, Theft Berman, former candidate for president of the United States, currently in the race for governor of Texas. And today we have an awesome guest, Britt from The Fab Show. She is a mom and a child's child's rights advocate. I know, my tongue is always twisted. Um, She's also a minarchist with lots of friends in various sex work industries. So this is going to be an interesting conversation. We're going to be talking about all about sex work. Whether or not it's good or bad, whether or not it should be legalized, um, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, You can find her on Twitter at TweetsByBrit. But before we get started, if you're watching the live stream, please remember to like and share and comment and ask your questions. Drop your comments in. Um, This is going to be a really interesting one because we are going to be talking about sex work, which is highly controversial. And even though Britt and I kind of like met by bumping heads because we disagreed on one particular thing, we actually found out that we agree on a lot of it. So... Um to bring some more controversy into this, we need your comments, really really bad. Put in your comments, tell us why we're wrong so we can tell you why we're right. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Nug of Knowledge, indoor grown, chemical free, smokable hemp flower and delta 8 vape cartridges legal in all 50 states. Get elevated at nugofknowledge.com. And now on to the show. Brit, welcome. Hi. How's it going? Put me on. So Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, should we should we should we start with the elephant in the room, or should we kind of work up to that?
1: No, let's start with it. Let's. Okay. Going. So. Ready.
0: So, I think the question was because as a as a and, and I, I don't like to wear labels, but like, well, let's say as a voluntarist, I like to say the government should not be criminalizing any kind of sex work, um, and of course, the issue of um, the border came up um, sex trafficking, um, the children in cages at the border and all this other stuff. And the real issue of, um, people trafficking children to be used as sex slaves and this sort of thing, which, um, even in an anarchist society, I think anarchists agree That's a terrible thing. And those people are criminals and they need to be dealt with just not by writing laws on paper and then figuring out some way to enforce it. Just a different way. Some of them say wood chippers. I don't know. results may vary. Um, But what's interesting is I think I said something about if we legalize sex work, we would probably reduce the amount of harm that comes to children through sex trafficking and that sort of thing. Um, And I think that's kind of where we we disagreed a little bit. Is that right?
1: Um, We do disagree a little bit on that. But the tweet that I responded to was that somebody had asked you, um, if you ran and you won um, and it, they had asked you about a case where a minor was solicited for sex by an adult. And you said that black markets don't ask for ID. And that's what made me ah. change so much. It, like I, I was like, oh, because here's the thing. Sex work and molestation are different things. Sex work and raping a child are different things. So we can't have the conversation about uh, honestly about adults having sex work, if we're somehow conflating that like that sort of uh, thing wouldn't happen if sex work was legal. So that's really where I took issue with it. I was like, Oh, right. not like this is, well, not- I
0: can see that. And and like, so, and, and you're right. And, and to a degree, I think like a lot of this comes from, you know, we have the media that's, that's pushing the narrative that, that all sex work is sex trafficking which is total bullshit but this is like this is what the mainstream pushes right um and because of that i think a lot of people when you talk about any kind of sex work it's like well some of them are children and it's like yeah but you don't go i mean like for example you have strip clubs which are legal and you have girls working there but because they're legal they're out in the open they're not hiding anything they're checking for ids and there aren't very many cases of of girls working in those places who are underage?
1: In the United States. So there's 150 countries that have legalized um, or decriminalized sex work. And after those countries legalized or decriminalized sex work, almost every single one of them uh, saw an increase in human trafficking and child exploitation um, in regards to sexual activity, which I don't think you can have sexual activity with a child you can only rape them and molest them so i hate to even use the terminology the terminology that their sex work for children because there's not there's raping of children for for pay um
0: right. so
1: but that's not what i'm here to discuss because that's going to happen no matter what i mean i could say you know uh parents that have alcohol in the home are more likely to have children that drink that alcohol that's in the home. Do we think we should ban liquor? No, that's not what we're here to discuss. Um, Unless we are, (laughs) you know, but I think we'd agree. Um, What I was, again, here to talk about is conflating the two issues. And as I'm a minarchist, so I guess that puts, I I just say like liberty-minded person. Um, I think that puts us in a category of things where we often have to say, is this safer for women? Probably not. We show, you know, there's been a lot of studies, like the uh, London Institute of uh, Psychology. I think did a study, and Science.com has a study. There's different places you can go. But adults should be able to do things that are dangerous, no matter what. Like that's you're an adult, you should be able to make those decisions. Children, it's it's go- Things are going to be dangerous for kids, and it's our job as parents and as adults and people that see children and want to advocate for them. To protect them from those things. Um, so, what I really want to change, b- the best way that I can see, is to not conflate the two. Just to say, like, look, these are two separate things. And if we're seeing, you know, 15, 16, 17 year old girls working at a strip club when they're not supposed to be, are 16, you know, 14, 15, 16, 12, 10, nine young girls are, um, being you know put out for prostitution and sex you know sex work um these are things that i actually believe that we should come down extremely hard on so that there isn't a market for it anymore so that it is so ridiculously um unprofitable to do this to children that that's how we stop it and then we could you know i don't care if we flood the market with grown adults that are having sex for pay i really don't I could care less what adults do. As long as it's consensual, I really don't. Um, it's just the conflation that really, really bothers me. And I think a lot of people will hopefully understand like where I'm coming from on this.
0: Right, no, I, I think that's that's an interesting point. Um, and I guess, you know, it, I guess what, what I was trying to say is, so, so, okay. So I get your point, right? You have, let's say you have a 17 year old who goes to a strip strip club with a fake ID and says, I want to work here. That's totally different than if, you know, somebody is like is kidnapped and then taken there and forced, you know, forced to work. Um, Which is, you know, I guess that's, that's, you know, of of course they're not going to be checking for ID if if you're being kidnapped. Um, I, I think what to me, it seems like is, you know, for, when you have these like really sketchy markets, like you have like, um, you know, the, the Craigslist and like these types of places where, um, you know, we hear there are people being trafficked and, and sold on these websites. Um, there's, because because even like the, the legit sex workers are in the same place, they're marketing in the same place. It seems like, you know, uh, I would think somebody who goes to those websites to buy sex is they're not, gonna, they're not going to be checking for IDs. They're not going to be asking the question, are you engaged in this voluntarily? Or have you been kidnapped? And are you being, are you, like, I don't think, um, I mean, for one, I'm guessing, I'm guessing a customer that's probably not where their head at head is at regardless. Um, but I, I think like, you know, taking that out of, out of that negative space and, you know, like, let's say, let's say you go to like Nevada where prostitution is legal. Um, and you go to, like, you know, the Bunny Ranch or, like, you know, whatever. There's, like, those those brothels that they have. You don't go in there and and even question that any of those people are being held there against their will because I would think, you know, the same way as, like, you don't go to a McDonald's and say, okay, how many of these employees are being held here, here against their will, right? It's, like, it, it has the facade of just an ordinary business. And so, so those questions don't come to mind versus like, um, you know, when it's um, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm kind of agreeing with your point um, because when you, when you have a black market, it's like, you know, there, I, I would think there is kind of like, you know, the don't ask thing, right? Like nobody ever asks their weed dealer, like, Hey, did you steal this weed or did you grow it yourself? Or like, you know, things like this, there, there's never that question of did you get this legitimately? It's just kind of like, you know, don't ask, don't tell no questions. You know, I'm here for one thing and and let's just deal with it that way. So I don't know, but you know, maybe there might be some actually some, some better data that says whether or not that's the case.
1: So um, there is. And if you go to uh, catwinternational.org, you can actually see there's a whole study that they show. Um, It's actually a a paper that they did that shows all these different studies. Um, It's called 10 reasons not, for not legalizing prostitution and again as i've stated i'm not against it although you're starting to make the case that it might actually be a good idea to keep it criminalized uh i don't know if you meant to but when you kept saying a weed dealer or um somebody that's soliciting a prostitute is not asking for id first of all most people aren't doing that like like if i'm going into a bar if my id's checked then I'm not making sure that the alcohol wasn't like bought illegally or anything like that. So you're not really thinking about it either way. Um, I could understand. Right, you
0: have like a false sense yeah. of security about it.
1: So as a consumer, right, so the, as a consumer mm-hmm. I would think if you're entering a black market, yeah, you're asking a lot more questions. I know at least for me, like, not with weed because you can kind of tell, but other drugs that I've done, yeah, I sure as hell made. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss or anything because I like. Yeah,
0: um, absolutely. But, uh,
1: I, I've definitely made sure, like, oh, is this what I'm getting because I've done drugs that aren't weed that if I, you know, messed up, then it, I'm, I'm not going home that night. So I think from a consumer point of view, maybe you are a little more likely to be a little more skeptical if something's already sketchy as a business owner then on the other end of it yeah you have a lot more responsibility on your shoulders if you are now the owner of a brothel if you're the owner of um you know any sort of sex institute what would it be called if you know if sex work was legal uh you know I, I I know the term, but I'm not going to use it. But like I, I'm, you know what I mean. Like as a business owner, yeah, you have a responsibility at that point to make sure that everybody has a, a 1095 form or whatever, and and their ID, and that the people that are coming in to have sex with your workers are of the legal age that we've decided. So on that end, yes. As on a consumer end, I don't know. And then again, if you go back to like. Um, uh catwinner international.com or org they talk about women and like dutch women had had they they did a study with dutch women and women from new zealand and they found that there was kind of like a double-edged sword thing that happens when you have when you legalize sex work so what happens is there's More women from other, and and men too, but let's just use women for this argument because sex work is largely made up of women. Um, More women from other areas do come in, they flood the market. So you would think that there was no no reason to like have sex trafficking. However, sex trafficking also went up, a huge demand for sex trafficking went up in these areas. And so they should cancel each other out, right? There's all these legal um, sex workers, so we don't need the ones that have been kidnapped. Except it didn't cancel it out. It actually made the problem worse. Again, I'm just giving this information out. I'm still not saying it should be illegal because adults that engage in uh, act dangerous activities, you know, there's consequences to that. Um, I, and and we we need to kind of work on the problem of like if everything's going to be legal, like how do we protect people that are kidnapped and sex trafficked and um children that would be in this industry like that i think is really where we need to focus on because um adults are going to do what adults are going to do it's not like if you go into i live in los angeles and so i'm guessing it's probably more i know i grew up probably i would say not as sketchy as some places but i could still go to like a strip club in la and have sex in the back room like, it's not like it's not like it's not happening, you know? Um, so again, I'm not saying like, oh, we shouldn't decriminalize. I'm saying the things that are on the other end of this, the bad that it brings. One, we can't pretend it's not going to happen. We can't pretend that like, oh, it's going to make everything better because people that are people that are sex trafficking and doing these things are not going to be like, oh, it's legal now, let me get myself a business license. Like, that's just not going to happen. We right, so right. Really need to focus a conversation on like, well, we want to do this, so what can we do on the other end of it? And I know there's a lot of libertarians and liberty-minded people that are like, who cares, not my problem. Like, So that's also something that you have every right to do and just be like, I don't care. I just want everything to be legal. I don't care how dangerous it is. I don't care what happens to kids. I don't care what happens to women. I don't care. Um, Or you can say like, yeah, I think we should make this legal, but probably we should worry about maybe this a little bit and try and find solutions for it.
0: Right. Well, and, and I want to talk to that for a second. Um, um, and then I have another point. I'm trying to keep track of all these points in my head. So like, Sorry? you know, you, you bring up a good point, right? The reason, okay. Well, some people just hate the government and they're like, anything the government does is bad. Right. Yeah. Other people will say, okay, criminalizing sex work is in itself a crime because you're taking innocent consenting adults and you're putting them in prison. They don't belong to be there. I agree Um, that. They, they don't, um, I don't know if, I just made a coherent sentence. Um, so <laughs> I, I um, they don't belong right. there. Um, so 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 that in itself is a crime. Now for somebody to say um, now that's a crime, and you know people are going to be having sex, they're going to be cheating on their wives, they're going to be spreading diseases, all these other things. It's like okay, yeah, those are bad things, but those aren't crimes. So I don't care about those. But to say you know oh, but then there's going to be more children who are who are brought up in this. To say I don't care about that. Well, that is a crime. And so if you're against like, you know, I know you hate the government, but if you're against what the government is doing because it's a crime or if you hate the government because what they do is criminal, then you should also hate what is happening to these kids because that is also criminal. And especially because it's kids like, you know, I can take it if the government goes into my bank account and they steal like a few hundred bucks from me, I'll survive. But if something happens to a kid where they're being sex trafficked and sold into like sex slavery, that's like that's a much bigger deal. Right. So, so we should look to that and still say, you know, if we want to solve the problem of the fact that the government is running around committing crimes, we should also take interest in, in the fact that, that adults are running around committing crimes against children. Um, but I want to, I want to bring up another example, um, that, you know, that I'm thinking about and like, and I know this, this is, this is often used like as a, as a thing with black markets, right? So let's say you're dealing drugs and somebody robs you. You don't usually call the police because when the police show up, they're going to say, Oh, so you were selling weed and, and they ran off with your weed. So we're going to take you to jail because you, you just admitted to selling weed. And with, with the sex work thing, like imagine you're shopping on Craigslist, you you find a girl, you go meet up with her. And then you're like, Hmm, she seems underage. Um, let me ask, let me check her ID, something suspicious here, I'm pretty sure she's a minor, let me call the police, then the police show up and say, oh, well, the girl's gone, and you were soliciting sex online, so we're going to take you to jail, because you just admitted to it, um, which which is, I, I think, an interesting scenario, because, I mean, hey, for all we know, there could be incentive for somebody to say, like, hey, you know what, I'm going to go meet up with some of these girls, and if I happen to see, because I'm into it, and, like, that's fine, and if I happen to see a minor, hey, I know, I know a nice little biker gang that's going to come down and, like, you know, they'll find out who she's working for and they'll kick their their asses. Um that's a potential scenario, right? But if you, if it's if it's illegal, then you kind of eliminate that cause. But what I'm wondering is, you know, you say that the the incident in the incidence of child sex trafficking has increased in some places where they've legalized it. I wonder if that's actually a reporting issue where and I don't know, I can't I can't say that it is or it isn't. But I, I wonder if that's a reporting issue that's, you know, there are more um, cases being reported because it is more out in the open and somebody's getting caught like, ah, that's a minor. Um, I, I'm, I'm wondering if there's any of that, that that goes into play with that.
1: So that's a good question and that's something I thought about. And it's also part of the reason why my position is what it is, is that um, the two things that you mentioned is that actual adults that are just, just want to have sex and don't want to have sex with children will be able to like report these instances more. Obviously there's always, there's always going to going to be, uh, unfortunately D- these horrible, always gonna be horrible things that happen. Yeah. There's always going to be people that take advantage of that. So, um, I, again, it's hard. It's like, it's not like I can dispute you on that because I agree with you on that. Um, I do think that somebody's more likely to be able to say like, Hey, this is a child. Can you check it out? Now, where I draw the line is I absolutely under no circumstances whatsoever in the history of anything I've ever said, if I did say it by accident, I didn't mean it. I absolutely never, not once believe that a child should ever be prosecuted or indicted on any, tra- on any charges of sex work ever. What now, in capstan in, in any uh, like any at any point, should a child ever be held responsible or liable for these things? I think that what should happen, when you know, if if, if say all sex work was um, legalized for adults, and somebody did you know call on a child or did or and say this happened, I think that if we had somebody that went and investigated, we found out who was putting this child up to it or whether you know, um, why it was happening, you know, um, but I don't believe, I don't believe that there should be any, any criminal act, any action taken against a child. I don't believe there should be any forced rehabilitation, um, for children because I don't, I think that that those types of situations where CPS gets involved are, are just as ripe for child sexual molestation as, um, non-government activities. Um, but I do think that there needs to be something like a community that can come together and help. Unfortunately, that's where we seem to have a problem is that we don't have communities of people that seem to want to help anymore. We seem to have communities of people that want either the government to have it or they don't want the government involved, but also they don't want to be involved. So that's kind of where I feel like that's where I, I, right. feel like I have to stand in the gap sometime as a mother of two children, as somebody that is like, look, I'm not, I've been in the situation where, um, you know, parents under stress could not handle, um, you know, the day to day like craziness that comes with having children. And I'm like, look, I'm I will watch your kids. I will help you with that. I will find resources for you. I'm not going to call CPS on you. I'm not going to um, call the police on you. I'm not going now. If I had continued to see, you know, abuse and neglect at some point. It would have to have gone above me. But I, you know, I've always been able to get a church involved, get a charity involved, other things to get parents help. That's kind of where I'm at in this whole thing is advocating for like how do we allow adults to do everything that they adults want to do and then still protect minors. That's really all I care about in this scenario. I don't think the government does a great job, so we need a different solution. And unfortunately, that solution is that we have to help. We have to help our community and the people, and we have to stand up when we see it. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I wish I had go a better ahead. answer, but the only other answer no, I, is... Yeah,
0: no, I mean, yeah, go ahead.
1: I mean, the only other answer is outsourcing it to a legislative body that, that would turn out would be right. a government. So... <laughs>
0: right no and and i think that's it's funny because like everyone says you know it's the degeneration of society you want legalized prostitution everywhere and it's like it's like in in a way degeneration of society is like no we've given up on on caring about our own society and delegating the entire thing to the government and just like trusting these politicians who like, you know, you can ask any American, do you trust politicians? And you'll never get a single yes. It's a hundred percent unanimous. No, we don't trust politicians. Um, but, uh, but for some reason we trust them with everything. We, yeah. Let's delegate all authority to them. Let them figure out the rules. Let them enforce the rules. Um, even if we don't agree with the rules, well, the rules are the rules. That's the law. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's kind of what we've become. And I think that's like that in itself is, I, I think the degeneracy of society, not whether or not sex work is legal because there we're taking, we're taking no consideration. Yeah, here, we just got a comment for that right here. Um, <laughs> sex work is for degenerates. It's like when you're, when you're, when it's just like, oh, I've been told that this is a bad thing. And so therefore, it's a bad thing, like without ever actually thinking about it, like what's what's the real harm in it? I mean, if it's all consenting adults, if nobody's being forced, what's the real harm in it? And if you've never asked that question and like actually thought about it and come up with an answer to it, what's the real problem with using drugs? And if you can't think about it and come up with an answer to it, it's like you've already kind of given up on society and you're just being a brainwashed sheep running around regurgitating whatever laws you've been told are the laws. And that's that's just the way it is. And, you know, well, if that's just the way it is, do you think that's the way it should be? Would you, would you be interested in changing it? No, 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 no. So it's not just the way it is. It's the way you support it for being. Um, But, you know, but that's just your excuse is to say, that's just the way it is because there, because you don't understand it and you can't, um, you can't back it up. And I think like, this is like, this is probably our society's biggest problem. Like we're not, we're not free thinkers. We we don't like we don't evaluate whether or not you know whether or not laws are just. Um, we see juries all the time that are just like, oh yeah, well the law says he's guilty. I guess he's guilty. Um, and I, I think that's I think that's terrible. I think that's that's the biggest problem we have with with regards to g- degeneracy.
1: I I would agree with you. I there's a couple points that. Um, I absolutely agree with you on that. I rail on my show all the time against people and on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen it, that don't understand nuance, that don't understand that it's not a go team go mentality and like liberty libertarians, is, are, it's almost like the left to me does not understand that they're in a cult, the right, Does, but they don't care. Libertarians seem to like think that they're not in a cult, but they're in a cult of not caring. And like, it's like they've picked a team and their team is just like Gen X, like that, like we just don't care about anything. Just do what you want. Just leave me alone, like, which is fine. But then if you don't get involved some way, then other people are gonna, you know, the other two sides are gonna decide how they think that these issues should be handled. And they both have an all or nothing mentality. So we have to kind of make a decision. Um, The other thing is, and gosh, your audience is going to hate me. And I kind of hate me for having to be a feminist for a minute, but because I'm not. (laughs) But sex work is, prostitution is the oldest profession in the world. And if it wasn't 90% women who were sex workers, then. I think that it would be legal today. If men were making a. Uh, the, the, the reason why I think a lot of it's not legal is because men can easily use women in this way. And then the men that are in charge of the women, you know, because most of the pimping and most of that situ- that part of sex work comes from men the managerial part seems to be men so why would they want to change it they're not having to pay taxes right. on what they're doing and they're also not the ones that are taking any of the risk in the job so um so on that end of it like let's just be honest if it if it was the other way around it would have already been legal a long time ago everywhere
0: no i mean i i, I think i might disagree with the 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 why or the how that would happen but i think i agree with um you know if men were doing it it would be legal and it's kind of the same thing with see with weed right like i mean like they say this all the time and it's i don't know it's it's i guess it's a little bit um it's a little bit um fabricated based on some some things that cannot really be articulated but like you know they say oh well now that white people are making money on weed it's legal again um But I I don't think that's even the case because I think, I mean, we do know the drug war was, was a racist war that was started, but we also know that there were plenty of white farmers who were growing hemp back in the day. So, um, but I,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, I disagree on that aspect because I think that the reason why weed is now being legalized is because it's able to be taxed easily. Um, and I, I mean, I,
0: well, I think it could have, have always been a family
1: member who I don't want to dox who is uh, – that's what their job is, is growing and selling weed. And uh, everybody up in Humboldt County, California, like these pot growers did not want this decriminalized. They did not want it legalized. Right, why, right. Why would they want to have to start paying taxes on their business? Like, so right. I don't know. It seems like – it's like, no, the government just found a way to tax it where it's – that's why some forms of sex work are legal and some aren't. That's why, as long as you put a camera in front of you, you can be, you can do as much sex work as you want. As long as you're streaming it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not pornography is.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's like we, we, isn't that,
0: isn't that because of like a more of a first amendment issue though? The.
1: That's guys, but also you know, stripping is legal. It's like these weird, right. like, we have these weird. Like, yeah. It's like, where
0: do they draw the line? It's like, okay, we'll let you get naked, but like you can't actually have sex. Like it's. So, yeah. But they are like, actually like,
1: having sex in, in pro- like
0: uh, pornography right.
1: is not just simulated sex. People are actually having sex. So we could just say, okay, I'm, like me having sex with a client is now an art installation at, you know, the motel six, like whatever, like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so it, it's like, it's just like weird random, you know, ways that they could find to tax people. That's why I think we have a lot of the issue right. with sex work. You know, there's a, there's a, there, none of it has to do with
0: Here we get another protecting
1: one. women right. and protecting children. Okay. Right.
0: So so, so Dimitri's saying sex work is trash. Well, okay, fine. I mean, uh, you know, opera is trash. I don't, I don't like opera, but I'm not running around saying, you know, we should ban opera music sure. um, or like, and going like, I mean, that's the thing.
1: I agree with Dimitri, but I don't want the government to be in charge of
0: it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, th- and this is an interesting thing too. And like, you know, this is your point about nuance. Like everybody thinks that because um uh because you know someone advocates um to legalize sex work that what they're saying is every woman should be able to you should be able to go offer money to any woman and she has to perform sex for you and like we want this degenerate society and it's like no no that's not it at all like look at the other side of this we don't want to if you're really trying to protect these women why do you want to throw them in jail like that's like the it's like and and What's crazy is like when I was going on that whole like Twitter rampage of like posting all those tweets, like I was posting articles like that where it was like it was like, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're protecting all these sex trafficked women and throwing them in jail for their own protection and giving them criminal felony records for their own protection. And it's like, what now they
1: can't get a job. You're not helping they them They have, have to go back to sex work.
0: Yeah. Um, now they can't get a regular job.
1: Can I see it? it? it I'm looking at the comments. Dimitri saying you're manipulating what should be natural for profit. Simple as that. So are we talking about pot? Are we talking about people that sell firewood too? Are we talking about people that grow food? Should all of that have to be given away too? Lots of things are natural. Like right. hair color. For what him. is
0: what is natural <laughs> for profit mean? Because yeah. money itself is not natural. I mean, I mean it's... Yeah, it's, I think I he's it's saying
1: you're manipulating what should be natural for a profit. And you could correct me if that's not what you meant, but why? Oh, I
0: see what you're saying.
1: Like, that's what I'm not. He is, but like, I'm like, a lot of things are natural. That doesn't mean people can't profit off of them. So,
0: okay. This is, this is an interesting one. Um, Prostitution destroys a woman's life. Um, And okay. I want to say this, like, you can have, like, people make all kinds of mistakes that they regret throughout their life, right? So let's say you got a tattoo of, like, something, let's say you got, like, a Bernie Sanders tattoo, and then you're like, oh, my God, I hate Bernie Sanders five years later, right? Oh, my God, I wish I didn't get that tattoo, and I, like, have it, like, you know, where it's on your arm, and it's totally not, it's totally visible, or you have to wear long sleeve shirts, even though it's hot as hell outside, like, we make bad decisions, but it's, like, to say this completely destroys somebody's life because they, they went and did something like this. I mean, what is it about it? Is it that they had sex or that they accepted a little bit of money for it? Because there are plenty of women who are out there who are like, Oh yeah, I'll have sex with you. You buy me dinner. Like they're, you know, buy me some drinks and you know, it turns into one night stand, whatever. There are plenty of women out there who have sex with, with lots and lots of men, not for money at all, not for any kind of exchange just because they enjoy sex. And it's like, It's like, we don't always, I mean, yes, there are plenty of people shaming them for that, but like nobody, nobody ever like looks down on them as much as somebody who accepted money for it. And it's like, really, what is, what is the big deal about it? Um, I think, I think too many people are like emotionally attached to like sex as like this, like amazing. And I know for some people it is, but it's like, they put like, like too much, like, like emotional connection on it like oh i'm you know the people like i'm gonna grow up i'm gonna meet my wife i'm gonna save myself till marriage and stuff like that and it's like if that's what you want to do that's totally fine too but i know people who have done that and then they're like man i totally regret that there were there were all these girls when i was younger that were totally coming on to me and i should have like at least like you know experimented and tested the waters and all like you can't go back you can't go back in time now you're married um, and it's like, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing, but like we all, we all live our lives with different paths and to say like, because somebody did something voluntarily, like what, what is wrong with that?
1: I, man, we found the debate. Cause I could not disagree with you any more than I do right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so here's the thing. There are some people that are like that. Most people most women do tend to have some emotional connection when they're having sex. It does wear down. There's there's documentary after documentary after documentary of ex-sex workers who said it degraded their their lives. Almost every girlfriend I have who was in um, I don't know sex work in some way, either prostitution, stripping, uh, adult. Uh, films and amateurs, like live streaming, I, I don't know what they're called, like e-girls, a friend who's like a, kind of like an e-girl, um, they all regret it. And if they, are, they don't know each other, they're different women from different walks of life. They all, um, they all, like they didn't feel great about what they were doing. So I don't think that that's like, I, that wouldn't be the, like, that wouldn't be the cart I tied my horse to on that one. Um, because a lot of sex workers have a lot of regret, and I wanted to go back to that question that somebody brought up, um, where it said prostitution only destroys women's lives. To end it is a sign of uh, society's uh, both economic and moral maturity. So here's the thing: I'm not saying sex work is great. In fact, I, I think I've made it pretty clear. Like, I want it. I I don't want it criminalized. Adults should do what they want but yeah, I think it's bad. I think it's bad for women. I think it's bad for children. I think it's bad for men. I think it's bad for society in general. I think that about a lot of things, but I think that there's nuance in this. And I think that the actual solution is to make it so like to make it so not feasible to, to go into sex work, to make, uh, to make it a thing that is not like like there's people that tend to believe that if we legalize this and all of a sudden people are going to be like well it's legal so i guess that's that's fine we all are fine with that now and no you can still say like well that is a bad decision you've made a bad life choice right there um it doesn't mean i'm going to go and stop someone i'll all I'm saying is that we're going to have to probably have conversations with people that we love and care about that are in sex work if we don't want them to be in sex work, as opposed to calling the police on them and having them put in jail and have a record. And then they have to go back to sex work because they can't get a job. Because also the right. thing about sex work is, it, it is it's addictive. I mean, if you're making tons of money for this short amount of time for a while, you're able to kind of deaden how you feel inside if it is something that's problematic because you have bills to pay, because you have children to take care of, because you would like to, you know, eat and have a roof over your head. And if you could do this, make this amount of money in a short amount of time, it's very hard to be like, okay, I'm gonna stop and go get a job at Denny's or I'm gonna become a clerical worker. You know, that's that's what I think uh a lot of the reason why women keep going back to it and back to it. But to say like, oh it doesn't destroy a lot of people more people than not it ends up destroying them emotionally for a long time are there people that it doesn't absolutely absolutely some people are perfectly fine with it um, but everybody's different right we're all individuals and it's not up to me or you or anyone else to tell another adult what's good or what's bad from we can try and talk to them we can try as a society to um to make it so that it's like unthinkable to even go into that position, you know, to even go into that career. But those are things that we don't have discussions about. We don't talk about that. We just say like, make it legal or make it illegal. Like, those are not the only two options. This is not like a binary binary situation. And and we have to stop thinking that like, if we make it illegal, then our job is done because now every woman and child is safe. And men are gonna go home to their wives and not think about other women. And if we make it legal, then every woman is free to do what she wants and nobody's gonna try and molest a child ever again because now all the women are legal to have sex with whoever they want for money. Like that's not the way the world works. So, in order for things to, you know, in order for us to have a society where we have less prostitution, less child trafficking, less child, uh, you know, less child rape and molestation and have it be as free as possible, we have to understand that there's nuance involved and we have to find different solutions. And I, I can't say it enough. Like we have, you have to find a way to get involved if you want things to change and in a way where everyone can be as free as possible and not get hurt.
0: Right. And I think, you know, you said, you said like a few interesting things. I mean, um, you know, first of all, when you're talking about getting them help um, for something that's, that's, Legal, instead of putting them in jail, that totally sounds to me like um, you know when you have someone who's an alcoholic, um, a friend or family member, and you want to get them help, you don't call the police and say, "Oh, they're they're in a drunken rage again, throw them in prison." You say, "No, we're going to have an intervention," and you you try to get them help. And I think that's that's a really interesting point. Um, And this kind of goes back to you know what we were talking about, where it's like, but it's so much easier just to pass a law. And and like, that's going to solve everything. Um, and, and it's like, it's like, that's not how it works. Um, and I wonder if like, you know, because if, if you were to just like walk down the street and like ask people, you know, like, do you know someone who's an alcoholic? Um, pretty much everyone's probably going to say like, yeah, I know at least one person, right? Or at least maybe if they're not like an actual, like admitted alcoholic, like who might have a drinking problem. But if you ask somebody like, how many sex workers do you know? a lot of people are like, well, I don't, I don't know anybody. My friends aren't into that, you know, because it's a much smaller population than, than the number of drunks (laughs) that we have in this country or in the world. Um, and it's, and I think that plays an interesting part of it because like it, it it kind of like, you know, like, um, it, it, like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, right? Like when you don't have friends in that industry, it's like, it's like, okay, if they, if they make it illegal, that's fine. I still, I don't see it anywhere I go. I'm still not going to see it anywhere I go. Apparently there's a problem and they need a law so that they can fix the problem. I'm not going to have anything to do with it. And so they, 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 like, they like justify in their head. Yeah. Just let them pass the law and do whatever they're going to do because that doesn't affect me one bit if it's legal or not, except for like, you know, I get to sleep better at night thinking I did the righteous thing, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, I I think that's, I think that's a huge part of it. Like, you know, into like whether or not people pay consideration to, um, to other people's lives. Like, well, I don't know anybody like that. Um, I, I think that's like a, I think that's kind of a really interesting side to that.
1: Yeah. Uh, somebody in the comments, and I'm so sorry, I missed it said if there would, if it was legalized, would there be any like ramifications around it? Can we talk about that for a little bit? Sorry.
0: <laughs> sure. like, would you get like a slap on the wrist instead of jail time?
1: Well, I I actually wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about like, um, could like I wouldn't I wouldn't want it to be legal or okay to like have giant billboards of you know, prostitutions. I just don't. I just it probably it's like I. Well, I mean. I don't, I wouldn't want, I would, I would, I think that it would be fair that communities should be able to vote whether um, like brothels should be able to be in their neighborhood. So, because some people don't want, you know, some, listen, some people are hustlers and they are going to have 10, 12, 20 clients a day. And you know what you do you, but some people don't want that coming in another neighborhood, just like a, you know, right, it's like, or at have- least
0: not with a big neon sign on it. Yeah, um, I mean, like, yeah, and there's um, different levels to that. I mean, like, you know, the there's
1: people are like, other people because you're affecting their property value right? And things like that. So, yeah, I think there should be uh, some ramifications. Sorry if I just turned into a horrible statist. I'm not saying put anyone in jail for it, but yeah, like, I don't want my neighbor being uh, doing that because my kids, you know, play on my street. Can we stop calling hookers sex workers?
0: I have a question for Justin. Do you do you know do you know what the word "hooker" means? <laughs> um, it's. I, I think that's funny. Like I, I I like I always words and language always kind of amuse me because like people use words that they don't really know what their meanings are, and so like I have a feeling somebody because you know we know "hooker" is usually a degrading word um, used for sex workers. Oh, I
1: didn't, um degrading i just thought it was like,
0: like i mean it's like you know when you want to so yeah you you hooker you whore you you know these are like yeah. those are like kind of those words it's like less it's less pc than prostitute i guess um but like what's interesting is like is like there's an actual like you know where that word comes from is like not really that derogatory so it's like if you if you cuz i mean it sounds like the the way this guy's asking the question and you can comment if if um yeah see he's saying he's saying whore now uh, um so so you know the way he's asking the question it's like i can we stop can we stop using nicer pc words towards towards prostitutes can we use like some really awful words to like make them feel bad about what they're doing um
1: do. hey justin if you then, want to I don't
0: want to. I just think it's. I just think it's funny because if you look at the word "hooker," it's like where it comes from. It's really just not that degrading at all. It's kind of become that because it's lost its original meaning. And I'll let everybody Google that and look it up. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's 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 interesting. But it's like, yeah, you know, at the same time, too. I mean, shit, I've been called so many words for for being a libertarian or being associated with libertarians. I know I don't really call myself a libertarian. Um, or, or an anarchist or like all these, you know, yeah. Insults start coming eventually. Um, and it's like, so what, that doesn't change my opinion. I mean, if the best you can do, if you don't like the things that I have to say or the things that I do and the best you can do is come up with like, Oh, you know, throwing, throwing some noises at me that make up a word and think like that's going to offend me and change my life's position on everything. It's like, you're just stupid. Sorry. Um, it doesn't work like that. Come up with a better argument. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's saying same guy, he's saying bricklayer is an insult in some places. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like, so I, I think the people who like use those kinds of insults, I mean, I think people who insult in general are just, you know, like what's the point of that are you like especially like here's another thing too like so let's say you don't like what a sex worker is doing how is insulting them going to like get them to to change what they're doing right and like this is even like um it's, you have a next door neighbor who's always playing their music too loud right? So you start throwing shit over the fence and like yelling, you know, all kinds of swear words and everything at them. That's not going to get them to turn down their music. But if you walk over and say like, Hey guys, you're having a party. I brought you some beers. You know, Hey, yeah, it's really cool that you're having a party. Would you mind just turning the music down a little bit? They're probably going to turn the music down. (laughs) Like, um, at least, at least a little bit, like, you know, like there's this, there's this kind of natural, thing that we do where we think like if we insult people and we we respond with violence and like maybe because that's how we see the government do it all the time um but of course we're not we're not big armies by ourselves so i guess it doesn't work um but it's like that doesn't that doesn't change somebody that that makes that makes them see you as if anything as a threat and as as Someone who just doesn't understand them, and they're for somebody whose opinion really doesn't matter. So, like, why why are they even going to listen to you? Um,
1: uh, I mean, I suggest and step I, up your I, argument. I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Like, a hooker was even a derogatory. Like, I mean, I guess uh, to me, it's. I guess it would be the way you say it, uh, because like, right. if I I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with one of my being like, oh yeah, my friend's a hooker. Like, it's to me it does, but. I don't know. I think it's like with everything else. Some people are offended by it. Some people are not. But if I was like, oh, yeah, she's a hooker, you know, like, it, like, right. if, I think it's just all in how you say things. I don't know. Like, now it's like, right. let's say don't call, you know, women prostitutes or don't say it's prostitution. It's like, we have to change, like, you know, um, how our terminology is like, you don't, I, I don't but if you're trying to change someone's mind, you know, um,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I was actually, um, totally off topic, but kind of not, um, I, where, what was it? I was, I don't know if I was watching something or, or what, but it was talking about how, like, um, so like, you know, the, the, the evolution of the terms that you would call a, a an African American person went from, like, you know, one thing to, like, to Negro, to African American, and, like, it was interesting that, like, the the times that that changed had to do with, like, important historical points where it's, like, okay, our society has changed, we're going to be more inclusive of, of a group that's generally been, like, you know, um, excluded through segregation or through slavery, and it's, like, and it's, like, to mark, like, okay, civil rights movement, like, now they can vote. It's like, we're going to use a different word for them. And it was, it was kind of interesting, um, how, how there was that correlation, but at the same time to, you know, to a lot of people, they still have like their bigotry and bias and everything. So it's like, like to them, it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to still use the old word. And it's like, to them, it's like, they're, they're holding on to the past of, you know, no, where, where this is, you know, where, where it's not acceptable to have them in your restaurant. Um, I think that's I think that's kind of interesting, and I'm not sure exactly how that relates to this because we're I mean we kind of are going through that transformation now I think by and and you know maybe part of it is that we're is that we're using the term sex work which is like I think a little bit more recent um, in general um, especially now that there's like a, a growing movement for decriminalizing sex work um, or if that was just a word that was I'm not just like
1: to not call it sex or, like I'm not gonna listen. I think anybody that was watching this show is can gather like where you're coming from on this, where I'm coming from on this. I'm not big on like changing my terminology to like suit someone else. Like every single time someone changes their mind on how something is like, like this is how I speak. I'm not being offensive. I'm not going to choose words that are deliberately offensive. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna call someone, uh, I think Justin said whore, like, like, first of all, the only people I've ever called whores are my best friends. So like, I use that as like a term of endearment. So, well, oh yeah, I saw Molly crash right. in the comments. Uh, Molly, you, uh, we're not following each other on Twitter, but I see your tweets all the time. Um, you, I think she ran for, like, she was going to run for mayor in New York or governor or something. She like ran.
0: That. She ran it for, did, right? um, yeah. She. Yeah. I want to say she ran for sheriff.
1: Oh, maybe that's what it was. No. I know she ran for something in New York because I saw the tweets, and I don't know why we're not following each other, but we'll have to find her after this. Yeah, after. go
0: follow her. She's she's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. there's there's uh, this this goes back to nuance too. I want to bring this one up. So so Justin says I'm comparing black people's struggle to hookers' struggle. Um, no, actually I'm not at all. I'm I'm comparing the changes of society to the changes of language that we use as we go through them. I'm not comparing their struggles at all. But this is a nuance again that like you're distracted by one point of this conversation. Because you're, you're like, you know, oh, like, no, let's, let's, you're, you're kind of like, objectively trying to um, refuse to hear anything that we're saying, because you've already made up your mind that sex work is disgusting. And so anything that we have to say about it that relates to how any other group was oppressed, you're basically just going to try to minimize it. Um, And it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: Can I stop? For a second, when he said funny, I yeah. didn't mean it derogatory, but you attributed it to that motive. I'm gonna call bullshit on you, Justin, because literally the way you meant it was derogatory. And then when we tried to clarify, then you said whore. And so to backpedal like that is a bitch move, dude. And I'm gonna call you out on it. Like, you can pretend it wasn't. You can pretend that that wasn't your motive, but bullshit. Do, did, am I wrong in this? Like, do you,
0: No, I think that's you think that I, I think it's right. right. And like, well but here's no, another thing too really, like,
1: you're gonna come up be... here you're now gonna say that because his comment is funny how i didn't mean it derogatory but you attributed to that motive bull fucking shit you didn't because when we tried to clarify then you said poor no you did yeah someone yeah either you or someone else so don't even so don't even dude <laughs> like
0: nice um
1: sorry go on
0: so no 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 um uh I don't know where to go with this. The straw man That's is calling us straw men. Um. Yeah. No. It's 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 interesting, and I see these things like all the time. And like you know, people people that have they they have their minds closed. They have them made up um on like you know all kinds of different. Dis- oh, see, I asked dot dot dot. Hor. Okay. So, he's playing dumb. Okay. You
1: can. Yeah. You can gain ignorance now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, everybody in the chat and the two people on this show absolutely believe you. Our apologies.
0: Here, here, check this out. If you put it up on the screen, it's almost like Justin Douglas Scott, whore. <laughs> I guess his title. Um sorry, bro, you set yourself up for that one. Um yeah, it's it's this is always amazing to me because like, OK, so one thing I, I always like to point out and and I want to point out here, like I want to thank you for coming on the show and having this discussion with me, because like, as you said, we had like our um, we had we had our disagreements, um I think, like because of having this conversation, like there's definitely some some new things I learned that changed my perspective. Um, anybody who claims to be an expert, I know there's a lot of people out there who know a lot of things, but even then, like, you know. Experts are, are you know, they've always got things to learn, too. So I think these conversations are always really great to have. And, um, you know, especially with people with closed minds, if you can get them to open their minds just a little bit, because really, you know, these are these are the problems that are facing our society. And when you have a closed mind, when you have like all these, you know, these these um, defenses you have against refusing to hear any argument against yours any argument for why things should be different than the way that you like them, um, because you've already made up your mind, you're basically closing your mind to to information and knowledge, which basically means you're forcing yourself to be stupid. Um, so, you know, really have an open mind and have these discussions with people, you know, you might not agree with. And even though um, Britt and I, I think, agreed on a lot more than we disagreed on, um, you know, we still had disagreements, we still had some interesting conversations um, and, and an awesome exchange. So, um, so, thank you for joining on the show. Um, I want to give you um, an opportunity, as I give any of my guests. I know, I know you say you well. You have your show. Let's go. Let's go there. Okay. Um, I want to give so, you an opportunity to plug yeah, your show and everything. A
1: lot of some people, maybe no one might know me from the Freckles and Brit show. Our last show was a couple weeks ago. We are coming back June fourth. With the fab show, um, it's gonna be me, it's gonna be Freckled Liberty. You guys have probably seen her on Twitter and it's going to be Rachel Nix, who um, it's, it's gonna be a whole new type of situation, really fun, more type variety show. We're still gonna be interviewing guests, but also sketches and a lot more comedy and things like that because that's what we want to do. <laughs> um, and you. so you can also find me on Twitter at Tweets by Brit. I'm also on um, Clubhouse at Salt by Brit, which the Fab Show is going to be inter- integrating Clubhouse into their new show. Um, we're going to be having a Fab Show club and we're going to be doing talks so that we can actually have some of our guests in Clubhouse so that people can talk in real time. If you're not on Clubhouse, then get on it. Um, you can go to tweets by Britt on Twitter, and I'm giving away five invitations to Clubhouse, so you just can DM me and ask, you know, if you can get in on that, and I will be giving them away this Sunday.
0: I would totally go and get one of those, but um, I have an Android, and apparently Clubhouse is not on Android yet.
1: Not yet, I know. They're... they're...
0: <laughs> it's... But I, I went to... So if you do have an Android, don't test this, because if you go to the Android store, there's actually like 100 apps that look like clubhouse they look exactly the same they have the <laughs> stolen screenshots from ios and everything and it's like it's not the app don't install it um it's scary they, they have like one of them has like a hundred thousand installs um
1: oh my god like
0: yeah, yeah it's yeah it's really crazy anyways um thank you again so much for coming on the show um thank you everybody for tuning in if you like what you heard even if you didn't go ahead and press like and share um and head over and subscribe you can go to Facebook.com/slash and subscribe there or YouTube.com/taxationistheft, and of course head over to the awesome Taxation Theft store, taxationistheft.info, and um, we have all kinds of really awesome swag and T-shirts and and um, yeah, all kinds of really cool stuff. So go check it
1: out. And until next time, Taxation is Theft. we will see you guys.